Magandang umaga po mga kapatid sa Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship. Salamat po sa inyo pong pagsama sa ating gawain again this morning. Sa ating pong mga kapatiran at mga kaibigan sa iba't ibang bahagi ng daigdig, it is our joy, our pleasure to have you join us sa ating pong online worship service. It is a great privilege from God that we can have fellowship with one another kahit po tayo ay pinaghihiwalay ng malayong mga distances. Salamat po sa Panginoon sa kanyang mga salita na atin pong pinag-aaralan ngayon po na panahon, ngayon po na buwan ng October, experiencing the grace, the mercy, and the peace of God. A beautiful thing as we dig deeper into the Word of God. Salamat po sa ating chairman sa kanya pong uh, uh, guidance atin, how do we analyze the, the message, how do we analyze the theme, Uh, as He guides us to opening our minds and our hearts to receive the message of God from the Bible. Salamat sa ating mga kapatid na patuloy po na nagpapagamit sa pamamagitan ng pagbibigay ng kanilang natatanging mga awitin sa Panginoon. Salamat po sa mga kapatid na kasama natin na gumagawa ng mga presentation sa ating pong, uh, Sunday online services, sa ating pong mga ITs sa ating pong mga nag-e-edit, sa ating pong mga ginagamit ng Panginoon para po makapag-present po tayo sa buong daigdig ng mga uh, online worship services. We want to give glory and honor to God for all that is being accomplished in our midst, in our lives. So why don't you bow and join me in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for all our brothers and our sisters here at Good Neighbor Christian Fellowship and all over the world. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa iyong patuloy na pagkilo sa aming mga buhay, sa iyong patuloy na pagpapakita ng iyong kapangyarihan, ng iyong layunin, ng iyong plano sa amin. God, we are so happy, we are so thankful, we are so excited. We want to say a special prayer, Panginoon, sa aming po mga kapatid na katulong ng aming chairman sa pagpe-prepare ng aming po mga online uh, presentations. Uh, dalangin po namin, Panginoon, na patuloy mo silang bigyan ng love and passion and devotion, devotion and dedication to serving you behind the scenes. Salamat po sa mga talents na yung pinagkakalob sa kanila, sa mga gifts, sa mga, ta- sa mga expertise. And Father, we thank you, Lord God. This is indeed an extraordinary way to reach out to the world. Salamat po sa blessing ng internet. Salamat po sa blessing Panginoon ng communications. Allow each one of us, oh Lord God, to keep in touch and fellowship with one another even in this time of great, great dangers all over the world. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your love. You bless your word as we study together in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Ang title po ng mensaheng ito ay Responding to the Mercies of God. Responding to the Mercies of God. If you have uh, your Bibles, Uh, in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 from the Good News Bible. Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says, So then, my brothers, because of God's great mercy to us, I appeal to you, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to to His service and pleasing to Him. This is the true worship 
that you should offer. Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God, what is good and what is pleasing to Him and is perfect. May the Lord bless the reading of His Holy Word. Dito po sa ating binasag, the Apostle Paul is making an appeal. A personal appeal. I appeal to you. Yung po sabi niya sa mga believers in Rome. I appeal to you, my brothers, because of God's great mercy. The Apostle Paul was appealing in the name of God's mercy. Does the, does the Apostle Paul understand the depths of mercy, the heights of God's mercy, and the length of God's mercy? The answer is yes, yes, yes. Now what is mercy? Last week po, pinag-aralan natin yung grace. The undeserved favor of God. The undeserved merit undeserved merit, undeserved favor that God has given that we receive from God. Oh, there's nothing we can do to be able to deserve all the goodness of God. That is grace. What about mercy? Meron po akong nabasa na isang illustration uh, to make the difference between grace and mercy. Sabi po niya, grace is receiving what we do not deserve from God. That's grace. I do not deserve salvation. He gave it to me. That's by grace. I do not deserve forgiveness. He gave it to me. And that's His grace. What about mercy? Now, mercy, on the other hand, is not receiving from God what we deserve. Let me say that again. Mercy is not receiving from God what we do deserve. And what do we deserve? Oh, because of our sins, because of our failures, because of our unbelief, because of our evil heart. What do we deserve? We deserve condemnation. We deserve punishment. We deserve to be cut off from God forever and ever. When you talk about the sinfulness of man and receiving what we deserve, that's exactly what you can read in the book of Genesis. When God flooded the whole world because of sin, God gave them the punishment they deserve. See what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. How God rained down fire from heaven and consumed the twin evil cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. That is receiving what they deserve. And so many people who are dying in their sins, so many people who are dying in their delusions, dying in their unbelief. 
Well, let me tell you, one way or another, they will get what they deserve. It's them deciding for their eternal destiny. But what is mercy? Now, mercy is something we need to receive from God. That's what the Apostle Paul appealed. So then, my brothers, <clears throat> because of God's great mercy, do not ignore the mercy of God. Do not cast it aside. Do not neglect it like it's nothing. I appeal to you, my brothers and my sisters, because of God's great mercy. So what happens when you receive the mercy of God? What happens when you experience the mercy of God? How do we respond to the mercy of God? Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Allow me to read for you from the Good News Bible. Romans 8, 1. There is no condemnation now for those who live in union with Christ Jesus. You see what mercy takes away? Mercy the mercy of God takes away the condemnation that we deserve. The mercies of God takes away the punishment that we deserve. The mercies of God takes away the death that we deserve. You remember Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. We deserve death. We deserve condemnation. We deserve punishment. We deserve to be taken away and cut off from God forever. That's what we deserve. Oh, but by the great mercy of God, Jesus took away that sin and nailed it on to the cross. Jesus took away that suffering, that death, that condemnation, that punishment, that's, that it, that's eternal hell. He took them all away and took it upon himself on the cross. That, my dear friend, is the mercy of God. Oh, I am very thankful for the mercy of God. The mercy of God means the compassion of God. The mercy of God means the kindness of God and the goodness of God and the love of God that we can never begin to describe. There is nothing like it. There is no comparison to the mercies of God. That's why the Apostle Paul is appealing to the people. Romans 12 verse 1, So then, my brothers, because of God's great mercy to us, I appeal to you. And what is the appeal of the Apostle Paul? He said, number one, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God. He was talking from experience. Now remember the Apostle Paul, with all the pride, with all the hatred, with all the prejudice, with all the animosity, with all the hostility he has toward the Christians. He led a group of people from the high priest with a letter of authorization from Jerusalem all the way to Syria, ready to arrest, to torture, even to kill the believers of Jesus Christ. 
but on the way to Damascus, God met him on the road. He saw a vision and he fell to the ground and there was the voice of Jesus, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And, and, and Saul, that was the name of the apostle Paul before he was converted, and Saul said, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus. You are persecuting the voice said from heaven. Now get up now and I will tell you what you must do for me. Did you hear that? This was a blasphemer. This was the worst of sinners. This was a man of hatred and hostility and Jesus met him on the way. That's why the, the disciples could not believe it. Ananias waiting in the city of Damascus could not even believe it. And the other believers there were so afraid of him, they could not believe it. How can this evil man suddenly change and become one of us believers of Jesus Christ? He should be punished. He should be tortured in hell forever and ever. That's what he deserved. He's a sinner. He's the worst of sinners. Oh, that is the mercy of God. He did not give the Apostle Paul the eternal damnation. He did not give the Apostle Paul the condemnation. He did not give him the death. He gave him life. Mercy is not giving you what you deserve. Mercy is giving you what you do not deserve. Life. Forgiveness, transformation, relationship with God. So by the mercies of God, you know what you must do, the Apostle Paul said? Offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God. How do you respond to the mercies of God? Just like Jesus offered himself to us on our behalf. He said, offer yourselves too as a living sacrifice to God. Is that too much? ask. Jesus gave it all for you. God the Father, John 3.16, for God the Father gave His only begotten Son. He did not spare His own Son. He sent His Son to die on the cross on our behalf. Is it too much to ask? The Apostle Paul is saying, is it too much to ask that you too must offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to Him. Let me tell you, those of us who have received so much from God, that's not too much to ask. You know, if you have been a survivor of COVID-19, I know one in particular. He was a pastor. He is a pastor. And he was confined in the hospital for almost three weeks through the most difficult situations in life, the most expensive thing he ever went through. He cried out to God. While so many people are dying all over the world because of COVID-19, by the mercy of God, he survived. That day here in the Philippines, that day there was this 200 people that died 
and he was not one of them. There were almost 20,000 infections on a daily basis, but God has spared him. Let me tell you, if I was in his case, if I was the one fighting this COVID, if I was the one experiencing the mercy of God, if I was the one surviving it, let me tell you, offering myself to Him as a living sacrifice is not too much to ask. I'll give more. There's a song, if I only have a thousand lives, I will give it all to Him, Jesus my Lord. If I have a thousand lives to live, I will give it all to Him. If I get to live this life all over again, I will live it all for Him because of the mercy of God. That's not too much to ask. Offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God. I'll be so happy, my Lord, to offer myself to you as a living sacrifice. You want me to preach this gospel? Here I am, send me. You want me to reach out this way or that way? You want me to do this or do that? Here I am, send me. I am offering myself to you as a living sacrifice because you have been good to me. Is that how you feel, my friend? God has helped you keep your job in the midst of pandemic. Is it too much to ask that you offer yourself as a living sacrifice to him? He protected you and your family. You're well and healthy and strong and doing fine. Is it too much to ask that by the mercy of God, you offer yourself as a living sacrifice to him? I think the answer is no, not at all. Offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God dedicated to his service. Let me just ask you, what are you dedicated to do? What is it that you love doing so much that you do it with passion and joy? Now, for some of you, it's going to the beach. <laughs> you, you, you can't wait until everything's open up so you can go to the beach. For some of you, it's traveling the world. Oh, you wanted all the airports to open up so you can go visit Europe and visit America or Canada or Israel? What is it you are so passionate to do? What is in your bucket lists? What is it you wanted to buy? What is it you wanted to do? And you are so devoted and dedicated to it. Let me tell you, this pandemic has reminded us that truly life is short, life is uncertain. For those of you who know, the chairman of the Commission of Human Rights, I think his name is Attorney uh, Chino Gascon. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's his name. Attorney Chino Gascon, the chairman of the Commission of Human Rights. He was only 57 years old and he stood mightily against 
injustices, against oppression and prejudice in this country, against the calm, against uh, illegal arrests, against all kinds of injustice, all kinds of uh, evil. Let me tell you, he did that with excellence. He did that with such passion and devotion. He's only 57 years old. And the, and the good attorney just died because of COVID-19. He did not die because of assassin's bullet who would like to take his life because he was getting in the way of their crimes. It was not some politicians. It was not some police general. It was not some, some groups that took his life away because of what he was fighting for. It was COVID that took his life away. Something can take your life away just like that. Something can just snatch it just like that. It could be COVID. It could be accident. It could be disease. It could be something. So I'm, the Apostle Paul is saying, I'm appealing to you by the mercies of God. Now is the time to dedicate your life to His service. You offer your life as a living sacrifice. You dedicate your life to His service. You go ahead and work as, as hard as you can. Do your business as hard as you can. Live your life the best way you know how. But above all, you dedicate your life in service to God. Because what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his own soul? You don't want to lose your soul, do you? I appeal to you by the great mercy of God that you should offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to His service and pleasing to Him. Ladies and gentlemen, God is the one watching over us. 24-7. There is not a moment in your life that when the eyes of God is out away from you. It's always focused on you. And what you should do is to give your best to live a life that is pleasing to Him. Your words should be pleasing to Him. Your thoughts should be pleasing to Him. Your, your actions should be pleasing to Him. Your, your, the intentions of your heart should be pleasing to Him. That should be your priority, that should be your burning desire because of the great mercies of God. And that's how you respond to the grace of God. When you experience something wonderful, you respond. And you respond by living to please Him. This is the true worship that you should offer. You're talking about true worship. This is a worship service. This is online worship service. We worship God in spirit and in truth. Now let me ask you, what is the true worship that is acceptable and pleasing to God? This is it. When you dedicate your life and offer your life to the service of God. It's not just singing with us. It's not just praying with us. 
It's not just taking the time to sit down and study the Word of God with us. It is applying the words of God to your daily life. It is giving your life as a living sacrifice. It is dedicating yourself to His service. You know, when you support this ministry, you are dedicating yourself to the service of God. And you are joining with us in this worldwide ministry of reaching to the world and dedicated to the service of God. You know, as a pastor, I have dedicated everything to the service of God. God gave me a car and I have dedicated that car to the service of God. It, it goes everywhere. If I have a wedding, that car goes. If I have a funeral, that car goes. Uh, and wherever I go, uh, worship service, that's my horse. I have dedicated that car as my horse to take me wherever God is calling me to do. That, is a, that, that thing is dedicated to God. But not just that thing. This body is dedicated to God. That's why I don't say no when I get invited to preach. I don't say no. That is an invitation from God. You can invite me to go to a birthday. I may say no. But if you invite me to preach the gospel, I never say no to an invitation to preach the gospel. God knows if there is another conflict where the only, the only thing that I will allow is if I'm preaching the gospel here and I have an invitation to preach to another place, then I have to say no because I already have a commitment to preach the gospel here. But if I'm just doing nothing at home, and I get an invitation to preach the gospel, you can count on it by the grace of God. Totally, fully dedicated to His service to live my life for His honor and glory and pleasure. That's what this call is all about. That was, that's what this appeal is all about. Verse 2, do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world. We don't, we don't look at the way they live and, 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 and wish we're living that way. No way. We are done living the worldly ways. We are done following worldly standards. We are done following their habits. We're done chasing after their goals and their dreams and their aspirations and their, and their ambitions. We're done with worldliness. We know what it's like. We've been there before. But by the mercies of God, we are now doing what really matters. And that is living for Him. And so when you live for God, do not conform yourselves any longer to the standards of the world. But let God transform you inwardly by, by a complete change of your mind. God has to change your mind. God has to change your heart through the power of God's word. He will change you from the inside out. That's the most exciting thing. It's not me changing me. I can't do that. I've been trying so long. But it's the word of God changing me. That is the perfect way. Let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Then you will be able to know the will of God. The will of God is only revealed to those whose heart 
belongs to Him, whose heart is surrendered and dedicated to Him, then you will know what is good and pleasing and perfect in the eyes of God. And that to me is an exciting journey. And I have dedicated my life to that journey of getting to know the will of God, getting to know what is pleasing and what is perfect, what is acceptable and glorifying to Him. I'm done with the things of the world. I don't have that much things in my bucket list. You know, some people, they have this bucket list. They wanted to travel to Europe. They want to buy a new car. They want to buy a new house. They want to build a vacation home. That's in their bucket list. You look at my bucket list and all you can find there is this appeal of the Apostle Paul. By the great mercies of God, I appeal to you. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to His service, pleasing to Him. Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God change you. Let God transform you inwardly by the complete, complete change of your mind. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That's what the Apostle Paul said. I'd rather know Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus, the song goes. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather have Jesus than treasures untold. I'd rather have Jesus. Are you going to respond to the mercies of God today? Are you going to respond to the words of God today? If you do, why don't you join me in the word of prayer? Oh God in heaven, we thank you for your great mercy. We thank you, Lord God, that you are watching over us, reaching out to us, calling us to the blessed life, life of commitment, life of devotion, life of dedication, life of service. Help us, O oh Lord, to enjoy the mercies of God and share the mercies of God to others that they too may receive what they do not deserve. And that is the goodness, the love, the mercy, the forgiveness, the eternal life that is brought upon only by the grace of God and the mercies of God upon us. Oh, we thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the cleansing of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the salvation eternal. We thank you for the new life in Jesus Christ by the mercies of God. Bless all my friends. Bless all my brothers and my sisters right now, even as we pray together. God, may you continue to bless each one of us, protect us, heal us, give us strength, and use us mightily for your honor and your glory. Oh, this is our prayer. In the mighty, mighty, mighty name of Jesus, everybody say, Amen and Amen. Oh, I thank you so much for joining us in our studies of the Word of God today. I thank you so much for joining us in prayer. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. God bless you all.